welcome to the Start Over Coffee podcast. My name is Kayla Smith and I lead the community and marketing here at Starts. Start Over Coffee is all about having conversations with creators in the Salt Lake City area. And for this episode, we'll be interviewing singer and songwriter Jordan Jacobson. We'll be discussing how community can bring support and inspiration to your art. Hey Jordan, how are you? Good, Shay, how are you doing? Good, I am so excited to have you on this podcast. It is like been Oh, long overdue. Like, why haven't we had you before? Like, what the heck? What's going on? We're going to blame that totally on me, uh, <laughs> just because I've had, I've had stuff that I've been working on. And I haven't responded to your emails in a timely manner. So 100% me. I'll take the blame. No, no, you're always good at responding. No, you're just a busy man. You're doing a lot of things. I, I'm excited to talk a little bit about kind of what you're working on, but also your new launch with your studio. I think that's going to be super exciting to talk about. Um, I'm also excited to talk about a little bit on the the community side, what, how community has supported you, um, how it inspires you to create your art. Um, So before we get into it, um, tell everyone listening a little bit about yourself a little bit more. That could be, you know, two minutes, five minutes, whatever. Like you go for it. You have the mic now. Oh, right on. Yeah. Let me, let me make it nice and succinct and nothing too crazy. I won't talk forever, hopefully. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I'm Jordan, Jordan Jacobson. Um, I'm a musician from Springville, Utah, which is south of Provo. Hopefully everybody listening kind of knows where that general area is. If not, that's okay. Just south of Salt Lake will suffice. Um, but yeah, from, from down south in Utah, um, I'm a musician. I write music with my group uh, called Kin Lodge and love playing music, love playing shows. Um, music's kind of my thing that uh, one of the only things I'm good at, I should say, at least I think I'm good at. But I also love people, um, love being a part of a community and love being out and about and meeting new people. And that's kind of the gist of it, I would say. Okay, awesome. What's your favorite color? Just kidding. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll tell I'm you. Like, blue, here we go. Blue Let's all just... day. <laughs> I'll say blue all day. Yeah. Blue all day. <laughs> I love you it. You know it. Cool. You are a people person. I could say that much. You definitely are, and you are talented. I bet oh, you have so you. many other talents. It's gonna be like. It's hard to keep up. You're already like a, an amazing guitarist, a great singer. Okay. Like, what's going on? You're you're too talented. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't say that. I uh, I feel very blessed to have been able to start doing music from a young age and to have so many yeah. incredible people and a great support system along the way. So I definitely wouldn't try to take all the credit. I'm I'm grateful that I can do music and people don't instantly start booing (laughs) whatever whatever so kind of tell us who who has inspired you to create music who has been that support system i i'm sure there's a a long list maybe um but yeah who who's inspired you to create music well yeah that's a great question um so i started i started playing music like really being serious about it uh 15 or 16 years ago just when i was 12 when i was a young pup back in the day 
And uh, I remember going to a couple concerts with my dad. My dad was uh, rad enough to take me to go see Eric Clapton, which I believe was the first concert I ever went to, which was pretty rad. Uh, oh. Back at the uh, back at the old Delta Center for those oh, of you, yeah. the OG Salt Lakers that remember the Delta Center, most people do, I think. But uh, went saw Eric Clapton and also saw Metallica, which were probably my two first concerts. And um, my dad really kind of lit that fire. Uh, that was like you know like probably saying, hey, I see something in you that music kind of might, you know, spark something in you and kind of get you inspired. So that was a big thing for me. Um, and then I think just like is the case with a lot of people that start music young, I had a teacher in junior high that was a huge inspiration, just was super stoked about music, huge, huge nerd, as all good <laughs> band teachers are, huge nerd. Yeah. But was just always excited to like teach us stuff. All the most amazing people are nerds. It's true. It's true in one way or another, right? I guess it depends on how you define nerd, but if you geek out about something and can talk about it for hours, I suppose, if that makes you a nerd, then I'll join yeah. you in a second. Love nerds. Yeah, <laughs> nerds are great. Heck yeah. Cool. <laughs> so so the, those two specifically had a really big impact in your your childhood with music yeah most definitely i would say uh my dad and then mr whatcott was the name of my band teacher back in junior high cool. those uh both of those guys are uh the two probably og influences that kind of pushed me to not quit whenever i may have wanted to back when i was a young and inexperienced punk what how does music make you feel Cause like initially I think, when I first started? Or? Yeah, because it's super interesting, right? Because I think music makes people feel differently. And like the support system that you have is kind of, it's complementary to what you're doing. But like every, I think, artist that pursues music, like it makes them feel a certain way. And that's why they don't give up. How does music make sure. you feel? So... That is a good question because it's definitely it's definitely evolved as I've come to understand it better and kind of yeah. come to feel it out more and kind of found my place in music. When I initially started, it was very, I guess, juvenile because I would hear music or I would hear guitarists that I really dug and I was like, wow, those dudes really shred. Like I want to shred. And once I shred, the girls will just flock and I'll have a kajillion girlfriends. <laughs> this is my sixth grade brain working, right? And I was totally <laughs> selfish, totally, totally self-motivated. Um, but that, that was kind of my initial thing. I was just like, wow, like this is cool, is what I thought. You know, it was just like this new thing and it just felt so fresh and was so far the other way from all of my homies that were like playing football and playing basketball and doing sports and all this stuff that I was no longer interested in. It was like, here, here's something that's emotional that, well, I probably didn't think of it like that at that time, but here's something different that is super cool. And let me try it. It's kind of what my thought process was. Did you feel like an outsider when you did choose the route of like, this is like, I'm going to do music. Did you feel like an outsider because of your friends? That. Good, good question. I'm going to stop saying good question. The next question. But that is a good <laughs> I question. love it. Um, Thanks. 
<laughs> you know, I think, I think I was probably too wrapped up in just doing music to really care. I like love I that. Outsider. Heck yeah. You know, you know yeah. that. I think, I think feeling like an outsider, I mean, it depends on what you do and if people like call you weird or, you know, insult you to your face for what you choose to do, that'll probably make you feel like more of an outsider than just yeah. like kind of that springing up within yourself feeling like an outsider. But uh, I think at the time I just didn't care. I was like, this is rad and I'm going to do it because it makes me feel good. I love it. I think it's really interesting when I look back just, you know, high school, junior high, elementary, I feel like there's a stigma in the arts world when you're, um, you know how like there's these cliques when you're growing up, like there's like the, oh, there's the athletes, like they're super cool. And then you have the cheerleaders and I mean, I guess they're considered athletes too, but you know what I mean? Like there's these categories, like there's, those are the mean girls, there's the popular girls. Those are like the cool boys. These are the music people, you know? Um, I feel like that separation could cause people to feel either really good about themselves, like it feeds their ego or it can make them be feel defeated. And I know some people during that time of whatever they pursued, whether it was football or music, they like they wanted some validation for what they were doing and so the fact that you did not care was incredible like that's so (laughs) cool you were just like I'm gonna write this thing because I'm talented that's like whether you agreed with that or not I'm talented and this makes me feel good yeah and it was it was very much just like I I found my community I found a place where I felt like I could contribute even if I didn't look at it this way you know my seventh eighth grade brain or whatever but I found a place <laughs> that I could feel good yeah. and belong and I could, you know, make a difference and really um, contribute, which is no matter what you choose to do at any point in your life, that's something that we all crave and, and need to be able to function properly. Yeah, I agree. With, with um, being an outsider, not being a trial of yours, or maybe it has been like later in your life, but... But I mean, you know, when you're starting, what are the trials that you overcame when starting music, pursuing it? I mean, I know when you're young, it's kind of like you're just practicing, possibly. But as you've grown into music, what trials have you overcame? A few. I I wouldn't say any that I felt like have been super huge. And I mean, the the beautiful thing about music, at least in, in my brain, is that there's always more to do. You can always learn more. You can always find a new band. You can always reach out to somebody new and write a new song with somebody. It's never ending, which is beautiful and one of the most amazing parts about music. Um, and to answer your question, the the feeling like an outsider thing didn't exist initially, but it definitely has grown like the older that I've gotten. And I think yeah. that's probably, that, that could just be a personality thing. Yeah. Um, so it, to me, it's like not as big of an issue as maybe some of these other things. I get um, it. But a few, of the, a few of the issues and tribulations, so to speak, that have kind of arisen as, as you know, as, as part of trying to do music have been, you know, like your typical um, people saying, oh, like you do music, like how are you going to make a living doing music? Because for, for a long time, and I think just still to a certain extent, there's a stigma associated with music like oh you're going to be a starving artist your entire life 
And that just stems from a misunderstanding of the variety of ways that you can make a living as a musician. Especially you know now, I mean? right? Yeah, especially yeah. now. Yeah. Especially now. Especially yeah. now. You can you can work with music and films, like you can be a music supervisor, you can be a music teacher, you can be a music therapist, you know, and all of those things have to do music with music. Therapist. Cool. Yeah, basically. I like I mean, that. I don't, That's awesome. <laughs> it's, it's pretty cool. I don't understand yeah. everything about it, but essentially what music therapy is is exactly what it sounds like. You use right. music to, you know, like be a therapist and to provide cool. therapy to people. So, um, so from things like that, you know, like people questioning why you're doing that, and then in turn you questioning yourself. Yeah. From things like that, to, you know, like I I dropped out of um, I was going to BYU a few years ago, and I dropped out to do music full time and to pursue that. And uh, my parents have always been supportive, but they were less supportive when. I when I did that, yeah. <laughs> so they're like, what, like, why well, they, they, they didn't understand. Yeah. Um, so things a little like that, not just family, but friends as well, you know, questioning why you're doing this. And it, it all stems from a good place. You know, they worry about you and they, they care about what you're going to do. Um, and then as far as other, other trials and tribulations, like trials and tribulations, as far as other like tribulations and um, hardships, as far as music goes, uh, yeah. The biggest, the biggest stuff that I faced personally just kind of stemmed from, from last year, just from having to navigate how I was going to make a living with COVID, which is where I, a lot of my, um, a lot of where I started to, you know, make a living from started to kind of gravitate towards teaching, which I feel very grateful for. So usually in my brain, a lot of the, a lot of the turmoil will come from like outside well, outside and inside sources where, you know, you got people doubting you and that makes you doubt yourself. Um, face a lot of rejection too, as far yeah. as like, Hey, like, do you like my tunes? Like, could I come jam or, you know, like, could I, could I get my music placed somewhere like on a TV show or something? And you face a lot of rejection as well. But personally for me, those are the biggest things that I face. Yeah. Interesting. I think there are um, a lot of artists, and entrepreneurs, because I think it's, it's the same. It's they struggle Definitely. with very similar or same things. I, I just you know, it's really do, like dominant in the artist and entrepreneurial realm of feeling like alone or feeling like mental, just like these mental constraints that come with it, right? Because it's like the money, like the judging, like feeling like you're alone and you don't know if you're going to get through this. And like, you're so passionate about this, but you want it to work out. But like, but there's so much faith that goes into that. You know what I mean? Like there's so much faith that goes into, okay, I could do it. (laughs) You know, like telling yourself you could do it, especially during COVID, especially during COVID. Yeah, it was, and I feel very blessed because I was able to um, kind of translate what I was doing into teaching in a way that I, I mean, it was tough at some point, don't get me wrong, but I was able to, yeah. you know, emerge and like things are cool. And I feel, I feel blessed for that. Not everybody, not everybody is so lucky though. So I'm, I'm grateful for that, for sure. Yeah, no, I am. Um, I could totally see that. I think a lot of when you reach to help other people, I think 
God and or whatever you believe, the karma of the universe. I think it always ends up being good. Absolutely. Yeah, like it's kind of weird, right? Like you're teaching, but then like as much as you want to just always perform, you're cycling in this energy of like, hey, I want to help other people, not just myself and like how I can make money. Yeah, no, for sure. And that that's definitely that's very, very prevalent in teaching. Yeah. Like, no, no doubt about that. You know, like you're you learn from the them generation. too, I'm sure. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Even if it's not like music based, like yeah. you know, you learn like, hey, like maybe I suck at this, so I need to fix this, or like, hey, I'm good at this. Maybe I can, you know, help somebody else that's not as good at this. But yeah, it's definitely reciprocal, hundred percent. Interesting. And you're one of those people that I just you're just so embodied in helping other people and like community. So like, does that help support and like bridge, bridge these times of trials that you have to be like, Hey, I have other people that I know understand me that I can lean on that. Like I could teach and they like that will, if I'm having a bad day, that'll make me feel better that like, I have people to talk to like, does that help? Like, I'm sure, but like, does that help as you go through these things as an artist? You know, it's, it depends. I mean, yes. To answer your question. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and it definitely, it definitely depends on the day though. At least it, for me, it does. Uh, because I know, you know, like with, with the guitar students that I teach, cause I, I teach guitar. That's a big part of what I do with the guitar students that I teach. I, work hard to cultivate a relationship. Like I want them to know that I love them and that I care about them and that they can ask me for anything. And if I'm having a rough time, if I'm feeling, you know, like rejected or dejected or like things just suck as we all do feel that way sometimes. Yeah. I can, I can think about it and be like, you know, like I am doing my best to make a difference and to help people. And I'm doing something that I love, you know, um, for the most part. And that definitely raises spirits in me very very much so um but on the other hand just like it is for everybody um you know those the mental challenges and the mental roadblocks like you were saying that I've faced and that artists and entrepreneurs and anybody that is dumb enough to try to do stuff by themselves like that <laughs> faces is is that it's like you know am I good enough like is this what I should be doing I I personally am pretty constantly like at least once a week like second guessing myself not and that's not necessarily a bad thing that's just kind of that's just kind of part of it you know like it's I've kind of gotten used to it and I figured out ways to cope with it and kind of be like okay like yeah like I am good at this so it's not as severe you know but those those thoughts come with everybody I think that's so important to like mentally check up on yourself because as you go through the motions um, and you ignore those feelings and not just owning it, it starts to build up and it starts to become a lot of pressure. Um, in, internalizing it is never good. And I think that's why being a part of a community, I think that's why it helps, right? You can talk to people and you're like, oh, I relate. Like, I know I, I do these podcasts and I'm like, oh, I could relate. Like everything you're saying, I'm like, I get it. I feel it. Um, Obviously, I'm not a talented artist, but you, you are talented. You are a talented artist, even if you it's know, not with music. But I think people feel it in the you know startup entrepreneurial world. It's so prevalent. Um, so, what has 
helps you not give up? Like what keeps you going? Like, what is it that sparks this energy of, Hey, I'm going to pursue it. I'm passionate. I could do this, especially when, you know, you're having those really hard times. Yeah. So, um, having a support system, obviously we we've just been talking about that for the past few minutes, like having somebody or a group that you can rely on to be like, Hey, like I'm feeling this way. Um, just tell me something nice, please. <laughs> you know, just like make me, yeah. make me feel better about myself. Just tell me anything, you know. Um, but a couple of other things that come to mind, stuff that's really been made apparent to me recently or that's been, you know, reaffirmed in my brain is um, remembering why it is that, why it is that I'm doing music, like why it's something that I want to do. And it's just because like, if you boil it down to just like the most basic thing, it's just because I honestly love to do it. Like if I, if I could just sit down for like 15, 20 minutes a day, and it's luckily it's usually more than that, but if I can just sit down for just like a little bit a day and just play music and just be able to write something that I feel like is true to who I am and can speak to somebody else in a very positive way. I, I love to do it. And that makes it, honestly feel all worth it that just like the purity of it you know like you're doing something i i listened to a podcast recently where a musician was talking about how they essentially said that things didn't come together for them and they weren't able to really like um build a career with music until they started to do things for the purest reasons now there's there's definitely my there's a lot of yeah it's awesome and there's a lot of validity to that um even though I might not completely agree with it because things aren't always that cut and dry, but if you're boiling it down to the very simplest terms, yeah, like doing things for the purest reasons has made me happy and has lifted my spirits when I felt like things weren't going to work out. Yeah. I love that. I, um, there's a lot to be said about just making life simple. You know, like once you start complicating things, it's easy to get over, like stressed, overwhelmed, your head's not like, you don't feel like your head's in the right space, especially when you're working on a craft or like even a business, right? Like if Mm -hmm. I worked at start, for example, just for money, what a terrible purpose with that. Like, first of all, that's like just terrible, but like, second of all, that's not lasting, like, that's no. just not lasting. Like, what does that mean? That is so terrible. I think everyone should have a higher purpose in the sense of, and this is my personal opinion, of, you know, helping other people and contributing in a really good way to not only your community in whatever city you live in, but the world, you know, and I, I think being conscious about what you're putting out there is so important. And especially as a musician, like, As an artist, it could easily, if you get stuck in the wrong crowd or whatever, you could totally lose that sense of purpose. Like, what am I talking about in my music? What does this make other people? How does this make other people feel? You know, and I think nowadays it's like people are like, are losing that a little bit because people are just like, I just want to go viral. I just want something that sounds good and catchy. It's like, no, but what does that mean? Um... Yeah, no doubt. So I love no those deep, that deep thinking of, hey, but it's so simple at the same time of, hey, I just 
love what I'm doing and I love to make other people feel good or feel, feel something similar that I'm feeling with music. Yeah. Like, yeah. honestly, honestly, that's like what it's all about. I feel like when people don't feel satisfied with what they're doing, it's because they're probably 100% or mostly doing it for themselves. And yeah. they're questioning like, you know, why do I, why do I feel this way? Why don't I feel uh, satisfied with what I'm doing? And chances are it's because they're not, you know, doing something to uplift other people. They don't feel like they're giving back. Contributing, yeah. Yeah, even if they have no idea that they're not doing, even if it doesn't cross their mind, I am certain that that's a big part of it. Yeah, I think that's why, you know, community and surrounding yourself specifically with a good community. I want to say a good community, whatever that good means to you. But that's why it's so important, I think, is like, it helps you with direction or keeping you on the right track, you know? Like it just levels you out with like what you should be doing. So with your community and the, and the people you've found, how have they helped you reach your goals and like become better as an artist as you go through this journey? And not even just an artist as a human, I think in general. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Being a human is more important than being a musician <laughs> exactly. for sure. Yes. Sure. Um, <laughs> at least I think so. Yeah. But uh, it's music. Music is incredible because there can be these very spontaneous moments where you're where you're playing with people, and I've had it happen before where you know you like play the same note as somebody at the exact same time, or you play the same rhythm, or you do the you know you're like on the same wavelength, and you just stare at each other like, whoa, whoa, like that was definitely. <laughs> That was meant to happen and you know glad that it did because um that that connects you moments like that where you feel connected and where you're on the same wave, wavelength very uplifting um but in a more general sense i feel like um just a general like in a community like you love each other right so you're going to give each other you're going to give somebody a genuine compliment like uh playing shows and you know finishing up with shows and you have a homie come up to you and just say, hey, like, that was a stellar solo, or hey, like, I really dug what you did, like, tell me more about it. That's just somebody showing genuine concern and, like, a genuine, like, they actually care, you know, enough to be like, hey, like, I liked what you did, you know. Now, granted, I feel like I can tell when somebody is not being genuine when they're saying something like that, whether it's for, like, an ulterior motive, but yeah. we we ain't going to focus on the negative stuff, um, <laughs> but you that. can, but you can tell, you can tell yeah. like it's, it's just somebody giving you a genuine compliment. Um, and on the other hand too, like if you feel like you screw something up during a show, like if you're playing a gig and you screw something up, uh, I've had times where I've been like, yeah, like talking to somebody like, yeah, like this was the worst. Like, I can't believe I made that mistake or I totally missed this cue. And it's just like, Hey, like, cheer up dude like nobody noticed like it was the overall atmosphere and the overall vibe was great like you didn't ruin anything I love that it's and I it's more more than it's not validation it's more of like someone there's someone to lean on or give me like feedback it's not it, it it almost is like not a mirror but you're bouncing some like a wall like 
you're bouncing a ball on a wall and it's like coming back to you, you know, whereas like you just sure. throw like a ball and it's like goes in the field and you're like, we're like, what now? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like what now? Um, yeah. But I, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that feedback or, you know, is, is very important, especially as you pursue music, because people could be like, hey, even if you like care about their opinion or not, whether you do or not, it's like at least that opinion's there and it makes you think about it or reflect about it. Yeah, most definitely. And it's all coming from a place of love. Like if somebody, another example could be somebody telling me, hey, like you should not have done that at that part in the song. Like maybe try this next time. If it's coming from a place of love where somebody's just trying to help you improve, I don't care if it's music or whatever, like write on, give it to me. Yeah, I think so too. I think that's so important. I think a lot of people... Um, and it's easy, right? Because we're all humans and sometimes words, you forget how meaningful they are to people and what you're really truly saying, you know, because it just, the train of thought sometimes could be articulated in a wrong, in, in the wrong way. You know what I mean? Especially when you're using words. I think a lot of time yeah. that happens, right? And like the way people receive it could be different, but especially when it's negative, especially when it could be harmful to that person. I think it's like, oh, I'm, I'm not gonna take that. Like, you know, you're, you get defensive. It's like defensive mode. When it comes sure. from a place of love, like I wanna see you grow. I wanna see you become better. Here's what I think, take it or leave it. I might be wrong because sometimes people are wrong. Like there's people like investors, you know, always are like, there's, it could be wrong. Even (laughs) if they have, you know, even if they have like (laughs) wonderful experience and, you know, sometimes they're wrong. I mean, we're all, we make mistakes. We don't know everything. We're learning and growing together, but I think it's important to to realize that. And I think you saying that is a huge thing, especially in the artist world, because it's personal. Like there's this vulnerability of your craft. And when people give you opinions, it could be taken very personal. Yeah. And every musician does. If some musician yeah. says like, hey, like that didn't like affect me, I don't believe them for one second. Cause it does. Like if yeah. you're putting yourself, if you're putting yourself out there writing something very vulnerable, and for instance, if somebody's like not creative all, and they just tell you that it sucks, you're gonna feel that to an extent, even if you know like it's not a huge deal afterwards. Like yeah. every musician's gonna feel that. Um, but something, something else that you were saying that kind of made me, kind of made me think of something else. Like even if somebody is not the most well versed, and they try to give you a compliment or try to say something, and they just the words don't come out right. Right. Even if they, like, are <laughs> totally not eloquent. <laughs> oh, it does happen. But yeah. what's what's more important is like you can see it in their eyes. Like you can say, like, oh, like this person really feels it. Like I you can tell, it. you know? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So even if they stumble on their words, like if you can tell if they have good intentions or not. I think so too. Um, what's the saying? The eyes are the gateway to the soul gateway to the soul that's exactly what it is (laughs) but yeah Yeah. I believe that I believe that so how does community bring you inspiration like I know we're so lucky to be in Utah because there's so much community support and whatever industry or field or realm of life that you're at I think there's a lot of support here you could find it 
And so there's like a good community. It's a solid community and it's hard to find the bad ones, I think. Um, and I mean, how have you grown? How has it given you inspiration? Like how has it not only like given you and reached your goals, but how has it given you inspiration in your music? Yeah. Um, so the community that I feel so lucky to be a part of as far as like music communities and stuff go, um, has been very uplifting as far as like, um, music is one of those things where you're like, if you're together, like in person, it's always better, right? Yeah. Like concerts, um, writing music with other people. Like it's a very, like, you, you gotta be with that person, you know, in my, in my brain, it always makes it better. Now, granted people have written music like over zoom, which is rad and totally something else. Um, but the music community has helped me, um, by just not being like judgmental, you know, like everybody in music, everybody has a place, you know, like the kids that are just starting out, like right on, like, if you keep going, like you're going to be stellar to the old heads that have been doing it for the longest time, you know, that are still writing about you know their their dog that died in 1967 or whatever you know <laughs> which is cool that. which is which is a vibe for sure <laughs> um but there's just like no there's no um most of the time there's no preconceived notions like we're here to listen to each other and we're here to be like okay like this song like touched me in this way even if you didn't like the like the the genre necessarily like there's sure. good things in music no matter no matter what genre it is and just not not having any judgment and not feeling like I have to be a certain way in in my community has really really been helpful in me like developing into who I am yeah I think being yourself um but not only being yourself but feeling like you could be yourself right is super I think crucial in community I think in communities it could be easy to feel like you have to put up a guard you know I Uh think in life in general right you're just like oh I have imposter syndrome but I'm gonna just like ride this out and see like I hate the saying fake it till you make it I hate that saying I just personally I didn't just say it I know (laughs) I know right I I would have like just like judged you just kidding (laughs) but I I mean I I personally don't like it because I'm like no just be you and like keep improving being you do your thing and then it'll all come like I don't know like fake it till you make it is not healthy in my opinion well and it's it just yeah you're faking being somebody yeah. else or faking something that probably isn't supernatural for you a lot of the times right right exactly it's it's good to improve and you know do things that make you feel uncomfortable and you know, uh, push the limits, but yeah, there's a difference there. Um, and I, and I don't know, I think that what you have found is special and I don't think every artist, especially nationwide, worldwide, they don't get communities all the time, especially in LA, for example, where, you know, entertainment (laughs) industry is huge. I mean, Salt Lake and, and Utah and Utah County has done so well, I think with like building these communities and foundations of like welcoming people um being a part of a community 
what has it taught you as far as like interacting with other musicians? Cause I feel like sometimes mm. the musician, it could be friendly competition. It could be like super competitive, like in LA or something, right. Where they're like, no, I need to make it like, this is my, you know, this is my time to shine. I, I, I assume and your personality that I already know isn't like that. You're not like that. Um, and I no. see a lot of these communities you're, you're part of aren't like that. So, I mean, how does that help you? I mean, it's, it's interesting to see the difference between um, musicians and like their mentality. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure, I mean, like uh, start is good homies with quite a few musicians, especially up in the Salt Lake area. Um, so you see the differences, you know, like between me and some of those homies up there. Um, yeah. And yeah, I, everybody's going to approach it their own way. Now, granted, like I, I, I try to veer away personally from feeling competitive in any way, shape or form whatsoever, just because I, I hate how I hate how I feel when I feel competitive. And luckily, usually that just comes when I'm playing like like football or basketball with a random group of people. So it doesn't yeah, really I love you, that but, random but, uh, group. I love that <laughs> random group part. <laughs> yeah, just a, ra- a random group. But uh, yeah, no, in my brain, um, there's no there's no room for competition in music because music is universal. Like everybody is welcome. Everybody's welcome to do their own thing. You don't have to be a certain way to be able to like play music. You just have to be authentic and original and, and genuine and it can be something beautiful even if it's not everybody's cup of tea um there was a there was a musician that comes to mind when i think of think of this concept whose name is uh his name was daniel johnston uh very very well known now i think especially after his death he died a few years ago um just from health complications but his whole vibe his whole vibe was like I'm just going to write music because I like to write music. Wasn't trained. Didn't, I mean, didn't sound like it either. Like a lot of the times, like didn't sound like he was (laughs) trained at all, but he just went for it and he created something very honest and heartfelt. And uh, personally for me, and obviously for a lot of other people, because people dig him, he really spoke to him because of that authenticity. And he wasn't, wasn't trying to compete. He wasn't trying to be anything that he wasn't. He was just being himself. And I think that's a very, very, a good example to follow as far as as far as music goes and really anything else just be yourself and you know things things can kind of work out yeah it's your art you know and I am it's funny when you say that because there's I can name a few on the top of my head that I especially you know I'm like I'm, I'm thinking of specifically celebrities but like artists singers songwriters that I didn't initially connect with their music and what they created, but they grew on me over time. And it was because of those things. It was like, oh, they're authentic. Oh, like this is a story. It's so cool to see them grow. It's cool to see like their journey. And yeah, I think the artist world is a little different um, in this sense is that artists could make some hits, some music and like, totally leave like like they don't have to make more music like more music if they didn't want to you know what I mean like they could totally exit out for a second and like like have a mental like coping session for five years to figure it out and then come back and like 
there's going to still be that fan base. It's really interesting because you see that a lot of the time too. Um, but like, it's funny in, in the business world, obviously you can't do that really. I mean, obviously in the marketing sense, I mean, you possibly, I don't really know. It changes for every person, but you know, you can't really go into hiding, which I really right. like about the artist world. It's like, and I, and <laughs> it's cause like you can, you could like take some time for yourself to breathe. Um, anyway, I, that just, you know, that they came to my head because there's, there's something to be said on how authentic that is. You know what I mean? Like nobody, sure. like there's some people that just push music out all the time, but there's artists that are like, Hey, let me sit back and relax. And like, figure it out an artist specifically that's coming to my mind right now and that's because he's releasing his album tomorrow his newest album kanye it's like he, oh yeah he, he goes into hiding and he's like oh let me just like figure it out first and like let me create my own crap and that like i feel freely about and let me release it when i feel like it and i'll like tease you sometimes <laughs> he teases his audience He's like, I'll, I'll, like, here's a release date. And then he doesn't do it. He doesn't follow up sometimes, whatever. And I'm mean, like, what happened to the album? Um, but there's something to be said on how authentic he, he's so in control with his music. And that's what I love about yeah. artists, right? Is you have control of your music in your art and in, in developing it. But I think knowing you have a community by your side when you go into hiding you're not necessarily in hiding you're just with yourself or your community but people don't see it because it's not your output right which is your music right. um so that leads me to my next question when when you're you know in your highs and your lows and you're going through things and you have this community always by your side and you know you could turn to who are like who's that community like who have you found in utah like who would you refer like your best friend your best friend artist who would you for, like refer them to for for you know a community and support system if if they're an artist yeah great question um you know it really i mean not <laughs> i'm a per i'm a personable dude right like yeah. i love being around people i love meeting new people and I really thrive in those environments. Now, I understand not everybody does, but I feel like regardless of that in music, one of the easiest, most accessible places that you can find acceptance and find solace as far as music communities go is um, like any any open mic night that's I around that. you. Yeah, like, because who, who, who goes to open mic nights? It's people that have some experience, people that have no experience, it's all sorts of people. And there's always so much excitement around, you know, playing a song live for the first time or performing for the first time. Um, everybody just wants to talk to everybody and they want to get to know you because in a lot of ways, if you're going there to find community, so is everybody else. Yeah. You know, everybody else wants to go there to feel connected and to feel uh, like they belong. You know what I mean? Yeah. So open open mic nights are a big one. I it's so funny. I am um, I go back to a couple times where I've went to some open mics in Salt Lake City. I have yet to go to one in Utah County because I bet you you know every city has their own their own uh, culture, right? Their environment for open mic nights, especially. And there, there was one specifically that I can think of that was at a local coffee shop and it was, 
in the night. So, it, you know, coffee at night is the best thing for you. You know what I mean? Get that energy <laughs> right before you go to bed. But, um, <laughs> but I went and I mean, you could kind of tell, like, this is my first time here. So you could kind of tell, though, that these people came every mic night, that there was a crowd that was there every time it was happening. Like yes, the regulars. There's regulars. Yeah. Like, like a store, you know, there's regulars at stores. I mean, it's so funny. I, I sat down and I kind of was like, oh crap. Like, I feel like I'm not a part of this community. Like I'm, you know what I mean? Like, I felt like, sure. oh, there's something here that I'm like not a part of, but it's cool. You know what I mean? And I, and just the amount of support for each artist that was going on to the open mic night was like so cool everyone was yeah. so loving and just like jamming out and like didn't care they were like dancing they didn't care like they're being judged about like by others and i think open mic nights is a really good recommendation yeah no it is and i mean if i i guarantee you like if you were to go every single week and i mean i don't know if anybody talked to you while you were there but if you go like every single week someone somebody's bound oh yeah somebody's bound yeah. to be like hey like it's great to see you again like are you going to get up and play? You know, like, oh, you totally should. Yeah. You know, there, there's that, there is that encouragement and that just like very genuine excitement and like zeal for life that exists like only at open mic nights. Yeah, no, I love that. Um, so I want to transition the conversation a little bit um, sure. to you. I want to like spotlight no. you and what you're doing. Um, oh boy. So you launched Cultureverse Studios. How has that Indeed. been? Can you tell us like a little summary about that? I know it, but maybe the people listening <laughs> don't know what, what it is. So yeah, no, for sure. So as you mentioned, um, I just launched my business, my music business called Cultureverse Studios. And it is a... Um, it's a lesson studio where you can learn guitar and different, different string instruments. It's a music production studio. Um, it's a songwriting studio. It's a few different things. And it's all based around community. Uh, just because everybody, every, most, a lot of people connect to music in one way or another. And a lot of people want to um, express themselves through music. And oftentimes feel like they don't necessarily have the tools or they don't feel yeah. confident enough to do that, you know. So my thought with my studio, with Cultureverse Studios, is like, hey, like, let's get together in a very safe space, you know, which is um, at my, in my town home in Vineyard, a little bit further down south from where you're at. Let's gather in a safe space and let's, let's focus on what you want to focus on. If you want to write some songs, let's figure out how to write some songs. If you want to learn how to play guitar, I don't suck that bad at guitar, so let's freaking do it. Let's write, let's, let's figure out some guitar stuff, you know? Um, but it's very much like based on the individual, you know, like there's not people, people don't fit just like one mold, you know? I love that. So you don't program it so that everyone's doing the same thing. It's like, hey, what do you want to do? Let's do it. And we'll yeah, figure out how to make it so you, you are you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ex yeah exactly exactly because yeah. you're right not everybody wants to learn the same thing and if yeah if I were to prescribe the exact same formula for every single person that 
I hang out with or like teach a lesson to, it would be very robotic and it would suck. And I'm not about that. You know, you gotta, you gotta, you've got to be a person. You got to listen to people. And if somebody wants to do something, don't ignore them necessarily because you feel like you know what's best. Listen to them and help them thrive with what they want to thrive in. I love that. I wish, it's funny. I mean, I wish when I wanted to learn guitar and I don't know if you teach piano, but I wish like I knew you when I did want to do that. I mean, I, I mean, not saying I don't want to ever again. I'm just saying because like you are such a friendly person, like beyond like, okay. you know, the business and the, and the coolness of what you're doing and the community you're building. It's like, I think, not I think, I know <laughs> coaches and teachers make a huge difference in like a person's life, uh, lives in a person's life. Oh my gosh. And a person's life. life. <laughs> um, I got you. And, I got you. And I, I mean, I, I was, um, I hate to admit it, a nerd in school. So teachers, oh, no. <laughs> teachers specifically, I mean, I can name a handful that I'm like, you made such an impact in my life and I'm so glad I had your support. Um, but teachers make a big difference. I mean, that's why coaches, amazing coaches, run have amazing teams it's because it's all built in the into those people who run it and who are a part of it and it's all like a collaboration and all makes sense together it's yeah a, no it's, doubt. A, it's a symphony <laughs> um so well i mean i wish i knew before <laughs> that <laughs> would be amazing um but if i change my mind like if i want to pursue it i know who to go to because well, I already know I'm you're going to make huge difference with this. Like, you're going to make a huge difference. Oh, thanks, Shay. I appreciate that. Thank you. I'm excited for <laughs> you. I, I'm so excited because it's such a new launch. Like, this is exciting to see where it goes. And, you know, it's a new venture. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so yeah, cool. it's, it's And it's, it's terrifying. Like, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, this time, this time last year, I would not have thought that I was make I would be making a living completely like doing my own thing and you know being my own boss and setting my own schedule and all this <laughs> stuff that goes along with it but um you know I like I said I feel blessed and I have a lot of really cool people that have been supportive and a lot of cool um clients or students or however you want to put it I'm going to no scratch that friends I have a lot of cool friends that I get to meet up with yeah. um every single week and just be able to you know, do my best to show them that I love them and that I care about them making progress and expressing themselves through music. And uh, that that's something that comes natural to me, the business side and the self-promotion side, not so much, but all in due time, I'm working on it. <laughs> I love it. I think you're amazing um, as, you know, the business side too. So you don't give yourself enough credit. What okay. else are you working on beyond this business? you know, can lodge, you know, you, you do a lot of things, <laughs> the guitar lessons. I mean, you do it all. Um, so, I mean, what are you currently working on? Whether it's with can lodge, you know, whatnot, what's some new music coming out? Yeah. So right now, like I'm, I'm constantly writing music. So I'm sitting on, and 
definitely for too long. I'm sitting on <laughs> like an album's worth of music that I just need to get demoed out and recorded and boom, like I could have so I could have a full album like out. Like so right now that's like at the forefront of my mind. I've got a I've got a single that should be coming out here in the next month or two that should be exciting. Um that's been a long time coming, which is really, really rad. Um but basically what it boils down to is getting back out and playing shows so that I can make new friends with, with my bandmates. Um, you know, get, getting yourself out there, getting back in the studio and really, you know, like having some new music for people to listen to. Um, it's a constant, it's a constant thing. So that's, that's kind of it working on writing and recording and then playing live shows again. Heck yeah. You're like nonstop. Let's do it. It's just about releasing. You're at this point of like, I have all this stuff. I'm just waiting to release it. I'm just, I'm just waiting to record it so then I can release it. Record it's, it's all on release. me. Yep. Well, <laughs> it'll be amazing. I can't wait for it. Oh, so you. we're approaching the end of the podcast. There's, there's two more questions I have for you. And one of it is, I always ask every person that gets on here, what is your advice for somebody who is listening, who is wanting to pursue, you know, music, um, because it's funny as much as you think it'll be the same answer. It's so different for everybody. And I love it. So what's your advice? Uh, my advice would be to not doubt yourself. Um, even though I constantly do, and you <laughs> will too, but don't, don't do it. Um, Everybody, everybody has something that is unique and innate in them that only they possess in, in their own unique way, right? So um, if you can figure out how to be confident with your art and with the music that you create and, you know, have, have the courage and, you know, do people the service of sharing it with them, then you'll be, you'll be a happy and successful musician because you're, you're sharing a part of you with somebody else. And even if you don't think it'll make an impact, it definitely does. So don't, don't doubt yourself. Don't doubt yourself. I love it. That's great. That's great advice. So how can people find you on um, social media, wherever you name it? How can those listening find you? Yeah. So if you want to find me, you don't think I'm a total freak show. This is how you can find. This is how you can find me. So, um, the band that I play with is Kin Lodge. So, if you go on to Instagram and search at Kin Lodge, K I N L O D G E, you can see what we're up to as far as playing shows and recording and stuff goes. Hopefully, you dig it. If not, that's also cool. Um, and then, as far as culture verse studios goes which we were talking about earlier that's 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 our app on instagram as well just at culture verse studios and um there will be content there soon that will make you so stoked to be a part of it i'm sure i just am getting to it <laughs> yeah no i'm a I, um, when I saw that you launched it and you had those two posts, I think it was maybe one, maybe it was two. I don't remember one or two. I was like, so excited. I'm like, okay, notifications on, um, like oh, I'm excited for seeing your journey. So 
Oh my goodness, we talked about so much. You give me such good, like such a good perspective on the community and what you're building and what you've been through and your journey. So thanks for being vulnerable with me and like sharing that. I think that's so cool. And I, I already know people listening are going to take so much from it. So thank you oh, for, for being on here. Thanks for taking the time. Yeah, thank you, Shay. I, uh, I just wish that, you know, I wish it, it could have been more about you, not so, but so much about me just because I would never want to be me. like a, <laughs> well, not this time. We'll, we'll, we'll remedy that for next time, but just know that I, uh, care about very much what's going on in your life. And next time we converse, it won't be so one-sided, but I really appreciate you having me on here. <laughs> this is about you, but thank you so much. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, um, I am very excited for you and thank you so much once again, and we'll talk soon. Yeah. All right. We'll Thanks so much, Jordan. See ya. Bye. To learn more about start, visit strt.com. Music featured on this podcast is by Ken Lodge, their single, Snake Root. Speak.